So this episode is on a topic that I haven't really covered yet and have been planning to for a while, uh, but there's a brand new gem out called Administrate that we're going to talk about, uh, this whole suite of things going forward. So in the past, you probably used Active Admin or Rails Admin, um, both of which are pretty good gems, but I have plenty of complaints about. So Active Admin specifically is the one that I've used the most. And while it's been really great, uh, I've been able to use it and uh, customize it in pretty much every application. Some nifty things like these little state tags that can give people uh, quick access to like visual colors on whether or not like the orders are complete or in progress like this. Um, I have a lot of complaints about the uh, DSL that they've designed for this. Now when you're building an admin, you would expect that a DSL to just like drop in things really quickly and easily it would be great, but it comes down to the application uh, and what you're trying to accomplish with it every single time. So when you're building an application, you're going to have an admin interface that maybe needs graphs or it maybe needs you know, a complicated form for you to manage this stuff in the back. And this is not really the place to do it. Most of the time you have to do it in this admin uh, file and you have to customize like these filters, for example. And on the right side, by default, they create filters for every single record. Well, if you... Um, if you associate the customers, well, what if you have 10,000 customers and it turns out that this actually loads 10,000 customers in the sidebar and makes all your pages slow and everything. And then when you go to remove that filter, there's no way to do like Ajax uh, loading and autocomplete and it just ends up being a lot more work. And if you were able to just do this with your own views that you had access to, it would be so much more flexible and you could use the same tools that you used on the front end to build your admin. And that's been my primary complaint about Active Admin. It's so separate from your application and the admin really shouldn't be that separate. So I was planning on building a gem um, in the future for that uh, solution. So I really wanted to scrap DSLs. I wanted to build basically like admin scaffolding where you'd be able to say look there's users go generate the scaffold for it find all the fields and then generate views for me and then make it so that I can go customize those and um, Thoughtbot beat me to the punch so they built this wonderful new gem called administrate that so far I've been really enjoying I've used it in one application so far it's got a lot to be desired but it's getting there so active our earth admin it blah, blah. so administrate has basically very little functionality right now they have search at the top and they have the models on the sides and then you can edit and destroy and create your records but that's about it so when you click on a customer, for example, you can customize this uh, view pretty easily and add related orders and it will be able to load those. And then you also have access to the controllers and be able to, uh, for example, eager load these so that this page loads a lot faster um, by grabbing all of those in two queries instead of uh, four queries or n plus one queries, for example. So. 
this is definitely a really good start. There's a lot to be desired, and a lot of people are uh, opening up new issues, recommending, like, why don't we support this or that? How do we go about adding in search so that you could replace the search with maybe Elasticsearch behind the scenes? So they're going about building this in a very, very good way. And um, I just wanted to show this off because I think that if we can support this, I would love to see where this ends up going because uh, for me personally, Active Admin has been a kind of a pain to use every single application that ends up needing a big admin. So let's go ahead in this episode and install Administrate in our previous episode, uh, the Stripe subscriptions episode. We built the uh, <coughs> the UI for the customers for that. But what if we build an admin interface to be able to watch and see the users and their subscriptions come through and uh, see how uh, Administrate has you do that. So we're going to install Administrate now in that application and see how it works. So in the documentation, there's a link to their documentation Heroku app. Um, which gives you all the instructions that you'll probably need that will be um, basically what we're going to cover in this episode. So take a look at that and we're just going to go through and follow this. So I'm going to um, add the latest version of the gem to the gem file. So we'll open up that. We'll go down here at the bottom and we'll say gem administrate, administrate. And we'll save that and run bundle to install it. And once the bundle is installed, we can paste in the administrate install generator. And this will go through and look at all of the models that we have and generate a few files. Um, but don't be afraid. You're actually wanting to, with this gem, you're going to want to ju jump into all of those and just check them out. So let's start with the routes. This is uh, one of the nice things about this gem is that it just plugs it into a normal namespace route instead of mounting an engine that you can't really customize. They're just normal routes. This is normally, uh, this is really just intended to be treated just like part of your own application. And that's what I really, really like about this. So if you wanted to uh, change the namespace from slash admin to like super admin, you could do that and you would just change this and then you would also change the uh, related uh, scope in the or the uh, uh, parent class in the uh, controllers. So this is cool. It loads the dashboard manifest, which is a file uh, in app dashboards that you get as part of this gem. And the dashboard manifest just defines a list of dashboards that are available. And it goes through each of those and dynamically makes resources routes for those. So it just has symbols for all the names and then uh, basically does that for you. So rather than you manually specifying stuff like that in your routes, uh, it will just dynamically load those, which is super cool because if you run your Rails server and you decide, let's go into the dashboard manifest and let's we don't want to see charges in our dashboard. And you can comment that out if you go into your localhost admin. Once that loads, you'll be able to see that charges no longer exist, and then maybe you come back later and you're like, yeah, we should have charges in our admin. You uncomment it, you refresh the page, and you have charges, and that's it. So that's super duper cool. I really, really like that. Um, 
All of this is just plain old Ruby classes. They don't even inherit from anything special. It's just a way for you to organize that. So the routing is super simple. The root dashboard points to the root dashboard. So you can either make this uh, grab the first one or you can hard code it and say like uh, episode should be the, the first one there. So if you refresh that, then when you come to admin, uh, you'll see episodes by default instead. So that's cool. You could even um, you can even go into your routes and comment out like the root, and you could have it you know force a redirect uh, to episodes or something like that if you wanted. Um, so yeah, I really really like how simple the manifest is, and then that brings us to each of the dashboards themselves. So you get uh, an admin controllers folder which is useful, but you also get a uh, dashboard for each one of those, and we'll talk about how those work together. And um, you also do not get views by default. So let's talk about how all these work. So we'll take a look at the user dashboard, and this is really just a, a file that inherits from the administrate dashboard, which gives you some functionalities such as the fields, the, the field types. So what we've got here is a list of all the attributes on the model, which is um, not necessarily in alphabetical order. It looks, I'm not entirely sure that they, they seem to be mostly generated in the order that it looks like they were created. So they're probably the way you would expect. It looks like the associations are at the top though. So charges is an association we have, and this makes it into a has many fields. So administrate knows how to make form fields and views for a has many type, which is cool. And then it has the same thing for numbers, strings, date times, and so on. But you're also allowed to define your own field types, and we're gonna talk about how to do that later on in this episode. And you have the attribute types, which is everything available, and then you can have your collection attributes. And these are the ones that show up on the index page here. So for episodes, our index attributes are ID, title, description, and created at. And um, for users, it's their number of charges, the ID, email, and encrypted password. And you'll probably want to customize that because you really never want to see the encrypted password you just want to be able to change their password if you ever are an admin and need to do that so your show page is different and every time you would click on one of these uh, you're going to get a view that is the more detailed version of that and so for users the index page can only show a couple things but when you click on one it's going to show you a lot more stuff so uh, as you can see, there's a little bit of CSS broken here. Um, so there's work to be done in Administrate, but you can also probably use this from their GitHub uh, directly and get more up-to-date fixes than using the gem, which will get published periodically. So um, you can see that the charges association has actually generated a table of related charges. So that's pretty cool because it allows you to automatically just say, yo, this user has many of these, and then it will go and embed them for you automatically. So that is cool. I really like that. And 
the form attributes are the same deal. So this really just says the show page attribute should be everything, everything we got. Um, and it just grabs an array of the keys that are available. And then the form attributes are not the same because we don't want to be able to edit the user's database ID, for example. So for that, we're going to set it to be um, uh, a hard-coded array and we'll be able to change that. So we can associate uh, charges in there, but we can also edit these other things. So these are all fields generally that we don't want to be able to edit. Um, like the last sign-in IP and the current sign-in IP, these device fields we don't want to be able to edit. But we would like to be able to edit their password. So we can't just straight up change their encrypted password. We're going to need to build a uh, custom field type for the password so that we can do that. And it's really pretty straightforward how you can go about this. So I'm going to go through and comment these out and we're going to add one for password and password confirmation, which are the two fields that devise checks to see if they were submitted and it will go ahead and update the user um, accordingly. So we're going to use those fields to set the password and we're gonna add a password here with a field type of password. Now this is one that doesn't come with uh, administrate and we're going to be able to uh, edit this field. And so if we refresh, this is going to break because we don't have the password field type yet. So that's what we're gonna take a look at. And um, that is going to be the admin, or adding custom field types section here. So this is super easy. All you do is run a, a generator and it's gonna generate a couple files. And that is really all it does. So you can have a field file with some uh, helper methods in it. And then you can also have your views, which are just little partials of how should this display on the index, the show, and the form. So here we can run Rails generate, administrate, field, and we'll call it password. So this is just gonna make a few files and the main one is just going to add some helper classes uh, or methods to a class. Uh, if we ever need them, and then we have show and index and form views. So what that would look like in the show, in the index, or in the form. Because uh, all of those will change a little bit. So if we look at our password fields, um, really the two strings just going to be the data. This is as if it was uh, generating a string field. So we'll see that like obviously we don't actually want to display the data if it ever gets printed out because it's a password and we can comment that out and then in your views folder you have a new fields folder and you'll have a password field uh, folder there with the partials and so your form is going to just default to a text field we can change this to the password field that we're looking for and because this is a virtual attribute and it's a password that we never want to show we can uh, comment these out so that we never display any of text uh, that might have lingered around from the password and this brings us back to the user dashboard where um, we were kind of putting a placeholder in a field password uh, but all of the ones that start with field are coming from the gems so this isn't actually what it generates when you open up password field you'll see that there's a class for password field and it's not like 
it's not field colon colon password, it's just password field. So we're going to want to use password field here instead. And we can also add in the attribute of password confirmation uh, with the same thing. And these are the two device virtual attributes that are used to set the uh, the password in the forms. So we can add those down here to the form attributes and those will now, uh, should now show up once we restart our Rails server. So now if we go back into our Rails app and click edit, um, we'll have a password and password confirmation field and that should allow us to say, let's set a password to, um, let's say test, 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 save that, and then if we go to localhost 3000 and we try to log in, test at test.com, we'll have a new password of test, test, and should log us in, and it does. So that is a nifty way of adding fields into your uh, custom field types into your admin interface without having to do hardly any work. The beauty of this is that um, you can create the views and show them separately in each location. For example, like those has many field types, like a user has many charges, theirs ends up being either the text of none, or if you go to a user that does have a charge like this one, you can see that um, it displays a table in the show action, but the index action, it displays a pluralized number of charges. So that's cool and you can basically expect out of their um, index one to just be a, a pluralized method and then their show could be a little bit more complicated where it says um, if there's some then display a table with their attributes and if not then uh, we'll just display the text of none. So this is uh, pretty nifty and then also their form is going to be the edit and it will be the um, the associated ones with an autocomplete like this and all of that. So this is great. Uh, it allows you to really quickly uh, generate new field types, which is always like a common thing in your applications. And then you have full access to these views if you want to go and customize them. So that is another piece that we can grab. So we can go to the customizing page views, and here we can run Rails generate administrate views uh, period and this will generate all of the views for them. So if we uh, do that you'll get the views admin applications and everything in here will be uh, customizable. So admin views index you get all these little helpful helpers, you get their content for, the search, the header, it's all customizable to however you would like it. And then I believe we also get access to, and maybe not in this uh, template here, but we should be able to get access to also customize the entire layout if we chose to. So that might be something coming in the future. It doesn't look like this generates the layout, but um, that will be pretty great if it does as well. Then you can also customize the view for a specific resource. So for example, if you want to do the views for users, then you can also get a scoped 
administrate users folder. Now what we just saw is this is the main applications one. So this is going to be the default views and then the users one would be overriding those uh, specifically. So this is cool. Um, we can override however we would like this. So this is uh, really flexible and there's still a bunch of little problems with it. For example, right then when I generated these application uh, views, editing any of these didn't actually work and you'll see in the Rails logs that if you viewed admin users, it would just go ahead and render um, the templates from inside the gem here at the bottom. So it was rendering like the sidebar and all of this stuff was rendered from the gem instead of the uh, application index HTML uh, that is in my example here. So there's still some downsides with it um, and still some stuff that needs to get fixed and cleaned up but this gem I really like and think that it's worth checking out. Um, it's definitely very rudimentary for the time being but if you're interested in getting uh, into open source and contributing to some gems like this uh, I would highly recommend it. This is also one that's new enough that it has a lot of little issues uh, for example, like seeing that these application uh, templates don't get loaded or used properly, um, that is probably a bug that is in their tracker right now that you could go and fix. Uh, so take a look at any of the open issues. Maybe you have ideas of stuff that could be added. You can ask them for examples or guidance on how to implement it. Um, I think they're doing a pretty darn good job of it, and I'm hoping to contribute myself to administrate in the future. I just wanted to talk about this and mention it because I think it's uh, it's very much heading in the right direction and along the same thought processes of what I was going to implement in my own admin gem. So, uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, and administrate saves you a bunch of time adding admins to your application in the future. And that's it for this episode. I will talk to you next week. Peace.